Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is on film and it's about the biggest story in that world right now. That's uh, the Korean film Parasite, directed by Bong Joon-ho, which took home four huge awards at the Oscars. That's Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay and Best Foreign Language Film. So this was a historic achievement. It's the first foreign language film to take home the Best Picture prize at the Oscars. And along the way, of course, it set several other records as well. So today's interview is not by me. I have the pleasure of listening like everyone else. But our cinema editor, Namrata Joshi, caught up with Vikramaditya Motwane. You know him, of course, as the director of films like Udan and Lutera, great films. And he's also worked on the Netflix show, Sacred Games. So Namrata and him had this really interesting chat about Parasite and Bong Joon-ho, but also about Korean cinema and placing it all in the context of Indian cinema in a way. A straight comparison between Korean and Indian cinema is maybe not fair, but there are several issues with regard to how films are promoted and distributed, about how films with interesting themes and good writing really need to be encouraged. These are all themes that are worth exploring, and this conversation really covers it all. And I think you'll really enjoy it, whether you're a proper film buff or just interested more generally. So without further ado, here's Namrata Joshi in conversation with Vikramaditya Motwani. So begin, to begin with, I mean, just the this the ceremony itself. You you did watch it yesterday, didn't you? I didn't. You know, actually, it's funny. I didn't because okay. I have been a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know disillusioned with the Oscars over the past sort of decade. Yeah. I okay. just feel that there's so many Oscar bait movies that sort of like start. And you think about it, and you're like, how many of these movies am I going to watch even two years later, three years later, over a repeat watch, and then that kind of stuff. And literally, like, mm-hmm. barring maybe Moonlight, none of them. You know? mm-hmm. Or gravity. There's not a movie that I can go back and say I'm going to repeat watch this film. And, mm-hmm. and then you think back to whether it's the 90s or even the 70s, where you look at the list of winners in the 70s. You know, like okay, they were making movies for excellence, not for awards and that kind of mm-hmm. sense. So somewhere or the other, I don't know. There was a little bit of like, mm-hmm. are the Oscars even relevant anymore? Are they yeah. even? And even after the nominations were announced, Parasite, mm-hmm. notwithstanding the fact that mm-hmm. um, the fact that uh, Lupita Nyong'o wasn't nominated for Us, which was shocking. The fact mm-hmm. that uh, Greta Gerwig not nominated. The fact that Booksmart got virtually my favorite film of the last year actually got virtually nothing. I was like, this is very. So I was in one of those like, I'm not going to watch the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, very pleasantly surprised by mm-hmm. by Parasite mm-hmm. winning and winning like this. Mm-hmm. You know, foreign film though was a given. Best director, you knew he had a bit of a chance there, and best director. Mm-hmm. But to win best film and best director and best screenplay, you know, the, the multiples is quite uh, very but, hard. But uh, I mean, Bong Joon himself. Uh, you've been familiar with his work for very yeah. long, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people seem to have kind of suddenly got to know him through Parasite. Do, do, do you remember which one? How did you get to know about him, and which were the which were the early films of his that you kind of? I saw everything. So Memories of Murder was uh, the first film I saw because Anurag was had seen it and was going around with everybody saying, "Yeah, dekho, 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 dekho." So saw Memories of Murder, loved it, and the host came out, saw that. Mm-hmm. Then once. Uh, once our internet speeds got better, one could actually sort of like go and download stuff. Then I went and found his first film, 
barking dogs don't bite which is not very good but you can still see there's a comedy kind of thing that he's under getting so saw the host saw mother mm-hmm. he would be one of those directors who the moment his new film came out he wanted to actually sort of like catch it and see it wherever it, it was like, mm-hmm. there are some directors who he was one of those guys so everything mother snowpiercer mm-hmm. okja Mm-hmm. Um, and now parasites. So I mean, you are an admirer of his work. Hundred percent. Okay. I love his work. I think. Okay, but as a as a viewer and as a filmmaker, if I were to ask you, I mean, you know, uh, what would you say is something which appeals to you? And I'm kind of dividing you up separately as a filmmaker and as a viewer. It could be, could not be. The division may not be there in your head. I think his his. Um you enjoy his films i'm saying that if as a viewer if it, my main thing i'm like i i enjoy his movies i i go to watch his movies and they are funny and they are scary and they are sad and at moments they end up becoming very 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 emotional um he has that wonderful quality which which sort of encompasses everything it's like you you go into his film and you get the complete film very entertaining quality to his work whatever it is even mother which is a really terrific like hitchcockian type thriller it's still very entertaining throughout i think till parasite there's always been and maybe memories of murder there's always been that oh i love bong joon ho's work but there's always like something which is not giving it perfection like what is what is what is you always are and okay snowpiercer is great but you know oh mother is great but oh, okja is great but and so parasite i think just hit it out of the park on every level it's like it's great and it's great and it's just great mm. you know uh, the fact that parasite has snatched so many firsts you know it's the first non english film is the first to get both picture is you know best picture and best you know international film um, so first uh, first can and the since marty 65 years oh so yeah, first pandor and best picture winner in 65 years. and then again the screenplay for the asians for the first time first time i think farhadi was nominated but then he didn't get it so that's there and it's uh, korea's first nomination First Korea first. It's first Korea's first nomination in international film. Ever. I mean, and that's then that's shocking when you think yeah. about it. And like I was discussing yesterday, India has had three actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and yet, uh, where are we? <laughs> where are they? Uh, but do you think that all this, you know, what does, you know, what does it mean? You know, like what you're saying that you become very cynical about the Oscars. But now that these kind of things are thrown at us, does it kind of add to the relevance of Parasite's victory? I mean, leave aside the fact that it's a great film. I don't know. The thing with the Oscars is you can never tell what is done, what is a genuine trend, a change, and what is flavor of the month. I, I I don't know. You know, the thing was like when Slumdog came, everybody was like, oh my god, Slumdog is so amazing. Flavor of the month comes, goes, wins, you know, seven Oscars or eight Oscars or whatever it was, and it's gone. And today you look back at Slumdog and yeah, sure, it's an entertaining film. Was it the best film of the year? In the year of the Dark Knight. I don't even I don't think so. First of all, the genre film making has not been awarded for years at the Oscars and you're kind of sort of saying why? Does it really what is the relevance anymore of the Oscars um in a or there isn't any award show, you know? But then for me it's 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 there's a bit of irony in there because of what award shows did for Oran back in 2010 where in the sense that okay, it's just it's only because Oran got seven film fairs and four screen awards and so the people actually the, the public woke up and said what is this film right but so i understand the value of of an award for a film like parasite 1000% the fact that even if it even if it just breaks down the barrier for for a thousand people to sort of like go and watch subtitle movies that's a victory that by and large a victory you watch all of bong joon ho's films that's a victory in itself now after watching his film you go and watch park chan wook's films or na hong jin's films or any other other korean cinema sort of stuff Great, fantastic. Now you've gone to Korean cinema. Now start looking at Japanese cinema, Chinese cinema, Indian cinema. 
there is a there is a there is hopefully a domino effect to this which is which is there money what is that in the oscars is it going to sustain or are you going to go back to next year rewarding films made for old white people again Um, and because you know this year there was a lot of criticism about the white centrism in the in the in the awards and uh, you know like not enough representation of people of color and also i mean there's a cynical side which always wonders whether that's the thing that's a cynic in myself so i'm i'm constantly going to that oh the optimist in me is thrilled that parasite is one and that this is a this is a great change and you know if people are going to start at least looking at cinema a little bit more it's great for the streaming services because that's where you sort of like watch these films is great for all of us making content a little bit more acceptance on the international level to say okay i don't mind the subtitle work subtitle work is good we can go out there and watch this kind of stuff or is it going to be like yeah great this year now done and i keep quiet and then we go back to you know awarding the green books of the year of of the which is what everyone was wondering whether there'll be a green book moment in this particular case well yeah. look 1917 for all i think it's a, it was a, it's a beautiful film um it's a technical okay. it's a super ma- technical achievement now we saw it together yeah, yeah. but it, it, if you look back at the film and like, okay you know there's 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 something there's something almost too pretty about that film it was almost too beautiful in the sense there was there was these mo- the, the moment that, and that sam mendes he has this thing of being able to sort of like have beauty so I don't know so there is there is that it's that it's again looking and the fear was again you're going to look at it from okay it's a white person's white old person's perspective of the great war and that kind of stuff so the fact that they didn't award 1917 and gave it to parasite for me is like is this a genuine change in the voting pattern by the old white people or has the have the changes they made the last two years where they've actually got more academy members with more diversity has that genuinely made an effect I, I don't and I don't know if we'll be able to see this over till the next year and the year after that where Oh this is permanent. This means that you know a lot more films from the rest of the world or at least with more diversity even the US and and the English speaking nations will be rewarded. This is a wait and watch thing. We'll have to sort of like see it. But you know like you were saying that some of your favorites were not there at all. Of the ones that were there uh, uh did something appeal to you as much as Parasite? No, no Parasite is or? head and shoulders above the rest of the films. I mean from the nominees this year Parasite was literally head and shoulders above. Uh, you didn't care much for Irishman and I love the Irishman but you know there's two things about the Irishman. Number one for whatever people might say about it it's too long. There is a given you're not going to be able to award a movie especially on a streaming service that's 3 and a half hours long. So while I love the Irishman you know it's not going to get sort of like but is it as good as parasite no parasite is is head and shoulders above once upon a time in hollywood i didn't care for very much um 1917 you know um what, what else is there jojo rabbit yes it's fun it's sweet i personally thought the end became a little too heavy handed um, but i love the rest of the film going ahead from here like you're saying that you know it's going to be uh, you're not pretty certain as to um, uh, you know how oscar will play this thing out but what would it do to south korea i mean for south korean cinema how significant or not would this be you know uh, a like you were saying that maybe we now go back to watching uh, bong joon ho from there to park chan wook and others uh, but does it kind of really impact uh, them in, in a major way i don't i honestly unless other than the fact that yes more filmmakers from south korea there will be a lot of a lot of distributors and a lot of sales agents opening up the horizon saying okay besides these guys who else 
but I already think they're very, very well represented around the world. Okay. It's the one thing that India lacks, which has been a massive problem for us, which is another thesis we can write on. Is mm-hmm. Why is India getting screwed in that department? I'll come to that a little. But see, I think South Korea, what, what Bong Joon-ho himself said is that mm-hmm. your audience is challenging you to make better movies. They're an extremely robust film industry. They they get their receipts are are driven mostly by their own films internally, not by external films. They've been doing phenomenal genre filmmaking for years, and film buffs know this. Like we've been looking at South Korean cinema for more than 20 years now, you know, mm-hmm. um, from and from old boy and and so it's just like when you it when it hits home that oh my god, Parasite's the first Korean film we normally like, but Park Chan Wook has done Old Boy and Handmaiden, which is one of the greatest films of all time, has not got any recognition anywhere in the world. You're like you know, it's you find that shocking. So, is the fact that Parasite is because it talks to it talks to an upper class audience it, because it is an upper class and it also talks to them. So is that what makes it more accessible than any of the other Korean films? That's also a way of looking at it. Which is, again, it's the pessimist way of looking at it. It doesn't a, portray them in too bad a light either, no, no, no. I was noticing. Now, for Korean cinema itself, I don't know. I think they're doing very well for themselves anyway. They're well represented. They have a great film industry. They're making phenomenal films all the time. So how much this is going to change their industry, I don't know. Because I was reading somewhere, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think somewhere about... Uh, the the Macau Film Festival director pointed out that the the that the this, the government itself is quite supportive of yeah. cinema and the censorship doesn't come to uh, you know throttle uh, the kind of creative thinking. That Very supportive. I believe that the government has a policy. I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong. I believe they have a policy about how many uh, foreign films can actually be released in Korea in the year. So they really push local cinema. You know, to the theaters more than more than um, other cinema. If we if we set aside Bollywood, Bollywood as we got to know it, I mean, do you see the similar kind of uh, you know energy in any other uh, you know language cinema in India itself? Like everybody's talking about Malayalam films a lot. Do you see you know I mean, and the fact is that they have a great festival which is state supported. Uh, you know, not a private uh, support. Do you think, I mean, I mean, this is my, I mean, I'm just kind of throwing it open to you. Do you see any other language kind of maybe having that kind of centeredness, that sign, that kind of audience commitment, which... which in India, no. I thought Marathi cinema had it a few years ago. Okay. I think something's gone off, something's, I mean, when Umesh was making his movies and, and um, uh, Satish was making movies, I felt there was a sense of, okay, Marathi cinema is really like when you're seeing... Uh, uh, Vihir or Diul or Gabri uh, Chapaus uh, or you know uh, Fandry or any of these films when you watch them they're like oh this is great Marathi cinema is now but something seems to have happened they're not making enough, not making enough. enough. I don't know what's going on like Sairat was the last movie that really was of, yeah, of note yeah, yeah. Malayalam cinema 100% they're doing some amazing stuff Tamil cinema has been doing some amazing stuff um, I thought last year was a great year for, for, for Hindi cinema as well, for the smaller films. But again, there's no recognition for them because they're not getting distribution. And it, see, it comes down to that. It comes down to, we can make these movies and all that sort of stuff. Our distribution model is broken. It's genuinely broken and we need to fix it. We need to really fix it where the, the fact that it, no film can guarantee... Um, you can't. So uh, me as a filmmaker, I've gone and made a film. I, I have to end up going to the mafia eventually, right? I have to go to the PVR and the Inoxes of the entire world, not the other mafia. And you have to pay them to screen your film. Then they're going to make money off their beginning ads and the ads that come in the interval and all that sort of stuff. You don't get a guarantee that your film is going to run for anything more than a day, quite honestly, right? Because it's up to them. They will tell you your show timings. They will do all that sort of stuff. They can take a film off in a day, but you have to sign a contract saying you won't go to streaming for eight weeks. How does that make any sense? 
right? Uh, at the same time, it's not like Netflix and Amazon, any of these guys have a very robust distribution policy saying we want to pick up the indies and sort of like put them out over there. They're also where, so what happens to uh, Ibalu? What happens to Amis? What happens to all these sort of films that are going to go out there and struggle and, and, and really sort of like make their presence felt? Amis, in fact, and Ibalu was a film, is it, are, are movies that would have been 10 years ago also, would have been at least in the critics section of awards, things would have been in the forefront. That's not even happening right now. They're not even sort of like doing that. So what's going to happen to Indian cinema? So we really, everybody, our, our distribution is broken. It's completely broken. One thing that works very well for Korean cinema and for stuff is that the distribution is very, is robust. It's in place. They have the theatres. They have a place where films can run for a longer period of time and the audience can go and watch it. How do you, how do you, how do you gain word of mouth if the film is not in the theatres to gain word of mouth in the first place? Udan ran for eight weeks in 2010. There's no way that film would run for more than two weeks today. It's impossible, you know. And this is 2010 I'm talking about. So imagine when we talk about Silver Jubilee and stuff like that, you know, the fact that a 25-week run was considered normal. People would go to the theatre in the 10th week, in the 12th week, in the 20th week to go and watch movies. That's gone. War ran for four weeks. And that's the biggest Hindi <laughs> film of the year. So, A, that's, um, I think, kind of broken. And I think, so how do we go out there and, and catch these films, if you're saying the theatre is the place, how is that cinema culture, unless, other than Mami and Trivandrum, what are the film festivals that we will go to and how many of the audience, like, in, Trivandrum is fantastic, You've been, I mean, we've been there, it's yeah. such a wonderful festival to go and see yeah. that an audience is actually actively involved in watching those movies and stuff. Mami is elitist, for whatever, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of us who will go and watch it, but those films are not translating down to the audience actually going and and watching them. How do you fix that? How do you take these films to an audience? I am um, completely supportive of the Netflixes and Amazons of the world. At the end of the day, they are just, they are, if you look at them as just distributors, the fact is, what are they doing? They are taking your films to the world. Um, we have discovered most of the films that we have loved to watch on TV or on computer screens or on laptops. So what is this thing about? Yes, yes, the cinema hall is fantastic. We love it. Most of my watching is done on my iPad. Mm -hmm. Right? Of of watching series stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'll watch it in the gym or watch it in the car or watch it somewhere else. Which I, I'm happy to do in series. Mm -hmm. I feel like a series I can watch on my iPad. I have no guilt about it. I have a lot of guilt about watching movies on my iPad. So I've been catching up more series, less movies. Uh -huh. It's still that mental block. Yeah. But when you talk to the Netflixes and Amazon the world, they're like, and I'm trying to struggle. I'm making a show and I'm like, can we go this, that, that. They're like, Baba, they're going to watch it on the phone. And it's, it, in a way, it's depressing. But the fact that it's just, it's there. And it's there forever, and it's there day and date. And you don't have to, you don't have to fight for the show timings and the novaja ka show chahiye and that kind of stuff. And you're going to 190 countries. But you know, our idea of India saying Ibalu, I, I, I'm just wondering how to throw it to the world and would the world accept it? We don't. Know? So we, we a we don't know the distribution, b we don't know the sales agents. Who's advising now? My like, and because I've been through this, I figured from like Udan to Can. Udan, Udan is a title is a. Title that's not gonna look. If you look at any international film that has worked in the international market or in the English-speaking market, they have always had an English title. Number one, you have to sort of like Parasite is an English title. It's like if they had a Korean title and whatever, any of Park Chan Wook's Old Boy, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Handmaiden, The Host, Memories of Murder, they all have English titles. They've all sort of like you know gone there and 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 done that because they've been accessible. We haven't learned that lesson. I tried to tell Neeraj Gavan during Masan time and the friends that don't call it when you go there. Don't call it Masan. Call it something else. Call it Masan at home. So 
Anurag's films have got distribution because Gangs of Wasipur, ugly English titles, easy to sort of like remember, easy to go out there, and sort of like so you get that sort of like thing. So we haven't learned this lesson. No one had to advise us about this kind of stuff. But because your who your your studios are funding the movies because no we don't have the we we can't fund the movies ourselves. They are funding the movies. They only happy saying Rajpura mein jayenge. We get distribution there. We'll come back and we're happy. Now to take it to um they they they're too egotistical and they're too control of the and no one wants to deal with them where they want to go out there and then sort of like say okay tell our distribution karenge let's go and distribute in japan or let's go and distribute anywhere in europe or anywhere else and take it to those kind of things that takes time that takes effort that takes money it will need an entire industry to get together to say how we're going to do we're going to invest x amount of money in this so that we can actually go out there and distribute indian films across the world but nobody wants to do it and nobody will do it right now and that's where it's lost so um neon the the distributors have done an amazing job with parasite and a lot of the credit for where the film is reached has to go to them they've gone out there and they've pushed this film since can mm-hmm. and your sales agents across for every other film those are the heroes who sort of like go out there and do this we don't have those and there has been many articles today which have come that you know how parasite has gone about it in a very step by step way it's not as though you know the film came and it swept people off its feet you know no no it's very right down to the fact that you know bong juno himself is such a likable personality you know what i mean exactly you know there is a I, i'm not saying that it's being exploited i mean not that but the thing is that that also adds you know somewhere if you kind of make that sense of connect yeah Uh, which needs to be worked on i think no no 100% it needs to be worked on here we don't we don't we don't have it over here we just mm-hmm. it's quite uh, and i don't know what the solution is and i think now with streaming is the fact that do we just abandon the idea of theatrical distribution everywhere else in the world and just say it's all going streaming but even on streaming there seems to be no clear policy on mm-hmm. what films are being picked up so yeah i mean and i'm not i i also don't know and you know for years at phantom we struggled with that like mm-hmm. marketing distribution sales what is that what is that magic formula to go out there and 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 just you know take good indie genre and i think that's exactly what these guys are it's like indie for the sake of indie yes we all i i i i'm again for me personally there's been a bit of a identity crisis in the last two or three years about like okay who am i as a filmmaker what do i want to watch what do i want to see and whether if i'm not making the films that i want to watch then why am i even making them in the first place right so and it it occurred to me that the movie I was most excited about to watch in the movie theater was actually Bahubali 2 you know which is a big awakening for me I was like oh, okay okay this is it you know so start to embrace the genre and you realize that then that will i go really and push myself to go see an article 15 in the theaters um or will i go and push myself to go and see a bubble in the theaters like who, who and I, and i realize that most of the audience is is that even though article 15 is done amazingly well there is that um so i think that indie genre filmmaking has so much potential mm-hmm. uh over here to really sort of like break out and mm-hmm. really do wonderful things but how do you get that to an audience how do you make an audience uh push and somewhere i feel they kind of i mean like abhi recently i wrote on this film this akshay indikar has made called sthal puran you know mm. lovely little film marathi film and i was quite surprised because i thought it's back to kind of at least some amount of you know uh fun he is going to berlin with it in the generation section and again you know like there is this thing of actively also not courting your audience i thought mm. somewhere that pushiness i think they i don't know whether it is so and i would want to discuss whether they also see themselves in those 
brackets where they will just reach out to this much and not more or whether you decide that no this limit should not exist for me and i should which say somebody like nagraj manjuli was able to negotiate from family to sir sir you know and now he's fully mainstream with yeah. the new one you know yeah No, there look. Filmmakers have that. I think generally we've all been. At least me. I've been the kind of person who made a film and said like, you know, just you want to be as purist as possible. You want to be purist about your audience also and all those kind of things. I remember having big fights with UTV when they were promoting the film and, you know, have this whole thing about like, oh, is it like, do teenagers have sex? And I'm like, but that's not what the film's about. And, you know, at some point in time, it's. And I realized that the intention of UTV, of Vikas's intention at least, and Ronnie's intention is like, look, our intention is not. to mislead the audience and get bums on seats we love this movie which is why we're going after it in the first place we locked your film in a week literally right we want to be able to do it how do you how do we manage to do that but so the intention is there but is it is is the is the strategy the right strategy is is the approach the right approach the marketing the right marketing we don't spend studios don't spend enough time really on focusing on that the one studio that does today is actually netflix netflix's marketing is actually pretty spot on with everything they've done they make you aware of it even though they made you aware of sunis film even though it's coming in literally 10 days from now whatever it is but suddenly ye bale is actually like yeah there. there's something out there yeah. you know there's something out there that people are sort of like talking about they made you aware of it there's a there's an awareness of it that's that's making you sort of like intrigued and wanted to go out there and do it but because it's been thought out as an actual strategy as to like this is the date we'll come on it this is the kind of marketing we'll have on it this is what we we'll do in pr this is what we we'll do in press other studios don't do that mm. um and they don't really go out there and and and, for, and really the indies in that sense yeah. i think the serious indie and i hate to say i think the serious indies at least from the on the distribution front today the theaters is dead uh, i mean i hate to say it because it's the stuff we've grown up on and you know it, it, um but if if a movie like ibaleu or amis or you know any of these can't get mainstream distribution then really what will get mainstream distribution from that world you know nothing then then the fully serious issue based film unless you don't have a star in it is going to get absolutely nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the fact that article 15 wasn't performs in the theater should actually be more of an example we say baba you can do yeah issue based films and indie films yeah. and all that sort of stuff so like because at one level it's interesting to see that within the mainstream there is this yeah. you know whole you know i mean for me even anadhun for that matter yeah. is within that zone doing trying out interesting things yeah. you know But other than that, Sri Ram has that same. He's got that same genre love, na, which yeah, makes yeah. you not really. You don't know where to slot his film. Yeah, right? and so it's, it's never taken seriously. Correct. No? He's got that. It's you a, know, because I remember the same. What film is this? Johnny Gadda. They were kind of. It was you know yeah. shortlisted for this uh, uh, the Goa Film Festival and the selection committee. You know, the guys come with such rigid thoughts yeah. about what is art house and what is not that they said that this is too mainstream. Whereas, mm. I mean, I don't know. No, no, it's not. But but Andadun is that perfect sort of like you're laughing in moments, you're you're just yeah. delighted through so much of it, and there's yeah, this this yeah, macabre, yeah. you know, like the finger yeah. thing and all those yeah. kind of things. There's so much yeah. interesting fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's why. This is interesting. Now that you say so, so so for you in Hindi cinema, uh, this whole this whole delightful and would be somebody like Sri Ram. Yeah. Or, or can you think of any others also in that zone? There's really I I I loved uh, Ali Dibakar. I love the fact that I'm calling it Ali Dibakar. Oh, very very interesting because see, <laughs> I was discussing it with some friends, yeah. and they felt that Bong Joon Ho's, uh, you know, absurdist class-related humor is something that uh, Dibakar captured very well. Yeah. 
decade and I realized that all the films I'm choosing are the films that actually could have changed the industry but never did. It's like Mr. India, like it came in the you know, 87, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're making in- India's first indigenous superhero film in a certain sort of way. It's adventures, this is this. Why didn't it spawn more? Why didn't it just change the industry? And it didn't. And you were sitting on a beautiful, you know, but I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know what happens to us. Right? I think we just start getting lazy or something. Mm-hmm. So it's some, still some time before we get that kind of... Yeah, but we... <laughs> It parasite need, kind of. It, yeah, but the parasite is also a result of 20 years of Korean cinema making excellent films, being represented on the international market in, the, in an excellent sort of way by having that where you've taken that stuff and taken it to the world and its local audience. Huh? It's, yeah. it's all that. Yeah. It's like the golden age of streaming in the US right now. It's happening today because for the last 20 years they've been making those things since Prison Break and Lost and 24 and Alias and all those shows that have happening in the 90s and now got you to where you are, where you've got... Mm. Chernobyl and Euphoria and Watchmen and all these amazing, amazing shows because it's taken them now. We need to at least embark on a journey and at least take 20 years on that journey. But what that journey is right now, nobody seems to know. Like, we also don't know what that journey is. You know, there's a certain... So all we can do at this one time is take personal journey. I can say personally, okay, this is what I want to do personally. I want to do this series and I want to do these films and I want to do this and I want to do that. That's my personal journey. And that's Anurag Alavi's personal journey, the Bakaraz's personal journey. But how are we as a collective together looking at seeing Indian cinema and being represented? Who is that? I mean, we've got Netflix here and Amazon here and all these people here. But is anybody looking at that and saying, here's here's potential for us to take Indian cinema, you know, and and I think they're all here also for their own needs and their own wants. But no one's looking at that as a whole yeah. and I'm not empowered to do it Kashyap's not empowered to do it. we're not empowered enough as yet to be able to sort of go, go out there and we thought we were when Phantom was there and we would call up people and saying let's make films and I think that for that little bit of time when Purta Punjab and Masan and Queen and all these films came there seemed to be a sense of okay we're achieving something with this but yeah you know, the moment somebody empowers a person or a company or somebody else to say yes this is achieved I think there'll be a nice journey but that journey needs to be figured out So the collective also somewhere has to emerge. The collective has to emerge. The, mm-hmm. It does. It really needs to emerge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happened in Mexico where, you know. Yeah. And they're all together. They're all together. Yeah. It's happened in Korea where they're all together. Yeah. There is a sense of like these filmmakers doing it together and, you know, wanting to change. And, you know, then what we're talking about Netflix, Netflix has also been very actively, like I was telling Ted Sarandos that he seems to have this, you know, uh, uh, you know, a bias for, I mean, we were joking about it. For the Mexicans, you know, so whether it is Del Toro or whether it is, I think the only person he's still not been able to push is Inari to, you know. But otherwise the three gods have been, you know, kind of, uh, yeah. you know, part of his, uh, his, his zone. Somewhere I think we need to get that crack. No, no, we need to get that. I think it's, it's a, it may be a matter of time. I'm doing a, f- a feature with Netflix. Debakar's doing a feature with Netflix. Anurag's doing a feature with Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a matter of time before we start to sort of like say, okay, then they they are then in the, over the next two or three years. And if it goes well and you feel that the experience has been good, then you say, oh, this is my home. Maybe it's my home. Maybe it's not my home at this point in time, you know, but mm-hmm. at least then there is a, there's a sense of moving towards a place where, okay, the home for Indian cinema is then Netflix. 
that's where if you want to go it there, is very ironical, is, yeah. it is very ironical because yeah. there's, there's, you know, but where else, where else does the world get to actually sort of see this sort of stuff um, in one place at one time? Yeah.